Welcome to the Countries for Kids podcast from Case of Adventure. I'm Karen and I'm so happy to be with you today. I'm going to be reading from Cuckoo Clock Secrets in Switzerland. This story is part of our Switzerland adventure book. To find out more, go to caseofadventure.com. Chapter 8. Excitement on the Lake The next morning, the children chatted excitedly as they climbed out of bed, pondering what Dad's surprise might be. After reaching Lausanne, they travelled by metro on a 10-minute journey to the boat docks at Port Auchi on Lake Geneva. We are on the other side of Lake Geneva here in Lausanne, Dad pointed to the right as he faced Geneva. Geneva's in that direction. Then he pointed to the left. A famous Swiss castle called Shillon Castle is in the other direction. We're going to cross Lake Geneva on a large boat called a paddle steamer. It will be a three-hour-long lunch cruise that Herr Goodman has organized for us. Woohoo! Jake and Libby danced about in delight, pumping their fists into the air. Ren and Rome grinned as they watched them. Tiffany caught on to the excitement and did a little dance as well. Though there was still an icy breeze, the blue water looked as clear as glass and the sun shone brightly onto the water, warming up the day. The air smelled fresh and crisp. Herr Goodman came striding up to the family and shook hands with each of them, as was his custom. Hello, hello, wonderful to see you all, he gestured to the lake. Lake Geneva is one of largest freshwater lakes in Europe. It is very rich in minerals and much of the water used in towns around Lake Geneva is from the lake. The harbour had concrete walkways with wooden docks, at one of which was the steamer Bell of the Bull. It was white with upper and lower decks and was both modern and elegant. The upper deck was open so that people could enjoy the view in the fresh air, but also had a solid roof to protect them from bad weather. The lower level was completely enclosed. A single smokestack arose amidships and the words La Suisse adorned the back of the ship while a Swiss flag waved gaily in the breeze. The greys stood with other passengers waiting to board the steamer. People were wrapped in warm jackets and scarves despite the morning sunshine. The crew, dressed in smart black and white uniforms, put down the gangplanks and wheeled trolleys of supplies onto the boat. We'll be very cold on boat because of breeze over water, Herr Goodman told them. But later in year, in midsummer, people swim in Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva was used long ago as place to test speed of sound in water, he continued. They explode gunpowder underwater. Bell rings when sound reaches it. Very interesting. How did they listen under the water? asked Rome, intrigued. Herr Gutmann continued. Both men sit in boats. One man have bell on rope and other set of gunpowder. They use long tube to listen underwater to time between flash from explosion and sound of bell ringing. From this, they calculate the speed of sound in fresh water. Sound travels different speed in seawater or water of different temperature. He then went off to fetch Frau Helga from the car. Upon their arrival, she had waited there to stay out of the cold. They came up to the family, Frau Helga walking slowly with her walking stick. Libby gave her a squeeze. Hello, Frau Helga. And how is my little friend this morning? Frau Helga inquired of Libby. 
Very well, thanks, Libby smiled. The others greeted her with affectionate hugs and Frau Helga returned their greetings warmly. A tall, smartly dressed man with a briefcase walked up to Herr Gutmann and shook his hand firmly. Salut, hello. We spoke on the phone. I am Monsieur Dupont, the creator from Musée International de la Reforme. What's that? asked Libby, looking at him curiously. He smiled and bent down to her level. That is the Reformation Museum. Have you seen it? Oh, yes, exclaimed Libby. We visited it one day this week. We found the words post-tenebrous lux on the wall nearby. You are right, Monsieur Dupont replied. You are a clever young lady to remember those words. I know what they mean, exclaimed Jake, joining the conversation. They mean after darkness light. Well done, Monsieur Dupont answered him and then turned to Dad and Mom. Do all these clever children belong to you? Dad laughed. Indeed they do. Glad to meet you, Monsieur Dupont. We have so enjoyed visiting your beautiful country. Just then, two crew members removed the rope from the gangplank and indicated that passengers could board the ship. Herr Gutmann showed the steward their tickets and they were punched and handed back to him. The crew shook hands warmly with each member of the family as they boarded the boat and greeted them. Bonjour, salut. Bonjour, each of the children replied, trying not to giggle. They stowed their luggage in lockers on the boat and the stroller in a storage area. Dad received receipts for their bags from the attendant on duty. Members of the crew released the ropes from the iron bollards and with three loud toots from the ship's horn, the journey began. While Herr Gutmann helped Frau Helga to get settled comfortably in the restaurant, the family trooped up the steps to the upper level of the ship to see the paddles turning. The children laughed as water sprayed them. Why does it spray water onto the boat? asked Jake. It's the wind, replied Mom. The paddle churns up the water, which gives the ship its forward motion. Sometimes the wind blows the water onto the boat. Herr Gutmann ascended the stairs to join them. We have surprise for you and then we'll have lunch together. The restaurant was set up on the lower level of the ship. The tables decorated with white cloths, smart blue placemats and candles. Herr Gutmann led the family to a large table in the corner which seated twelve. There were already four people sitting at the table. Monsieur Legault, the coin expert from Geneva, had joined them on Dad's recommendation. He and Monsieur Dupont, whom they had met on the docks earlier, were seated to Frau Helga's left. Next to them was a lady journalist from a Swiss newspaper whose name was Frau Schmidt. Other passengers milled about, some settling at tables and others going in or out the doors. Now and then someone stared with interest at the diverse group of people at the table in the corner. Everyone exchanged friendly greetings as the Gray family and Herr Gutmann settled at the table. After their drinks had been served, Herr Gutmann stood up and clapped his hands to get everyone's attention. The children looked at him with anticipation. Frau Helga asked me to tell you that she will be selling 15 golden coins through Monsieur Dupont to the Reformation Museum, as well as some other museums in Europe for the large price of 3,000 Swiss francs each. Monsieur Dupont has contacts in European museums and he has arranged this for us just this morning. Frau Helga will have enough money to pay off what she owes on her house and there will be enough to buy back some of our family treasures, which we hope to locate. Frau Helga will invest some of the money to live on and to keep as an inheritance for her descendants. 
Everyone clapped and cheered, shaking hands with Frau Helga, who seemed a little overwhelmed at all the attention. Herr Gutmann continued, Frau Helga and I arranged through a friend of ours in Basel to make something special for the children, as a small token of our thanks to you for all what you have done in our lives. We ask you children, please, to stand up while I present you with these medals. The children looked on delighted as he came to each of them in turn and placed a medal around their necks. There was even one for Tiffany, which she stared at with interest. Everyone clapped as Herr Gutmann placed the last medal around Jake's neck. Wow, a real medal, exclaimed Jake. Look, Mom, it has my name on the back. Look at this, Mom, said Libby, pointing to the writing on her medal. Wow, it says Post Tenebras Lux, just like on the coin. And Adventures in Switzerland. On the back was Libby's name and the words, thank you. Frau Helga smiled at Libby. You will always be in my heart, mein Liebling. I will miss you. I'll write you letters, promised Libby with a lump in her throat. And I will write back to you, Frau Helga promised her. I will also send you a paw print picture from Motspots. Libby giggled at that and Frau Helga addressed the group. I have chosen to keep four of the coins to pass on to my grandchildren. I'm going to have that beautiful letter that we found inside the Geneva Bible framed and hung on the wall above my fireplace so that I will always be reminded to carry on its legacy. I will also have the letter copied for you in the same script so that you can have a reminder of our remarkable discovery. This is a small token of my thanks for Matthew and Elizabeth. She handed mom and dad a package. They unwrapped it to reveal a beautiful silver spoon with a tiny cuckoo clock at the top and Switzerland inscribed on it. A special souvenir to remind you of our time together, Frau Helga said to mom and hugged her with a tearful smile. The first course of lunch was served. It was a delicious fish pâté with French bread slices and a small green salad. Then, to the children's delight, they were each served a glass dish of lemon sorbet. To cleanse the palate, the waiter told them. Mom explained, the sorbet freshens your mouth so you can taste well again and fully appreciate the flavour of whatever comes next. The main course was chicken cordon bleu. Chicken schnitzel wrapped around a cheese and ham filling and then breaded and fried with mashed potatoes and baby carrots. The food was attractively arranged on the plates. When the plates had been cleared after the main course, Dad told the children that he and Mom had arranged for them to Skype with their grandparents in South Africa. Dad got out his laptop and after a few minutes of getting the internet connection to work, initiated the call. Granny answered the call and as soon as Dad activated the video, the children could see Granny sitting at her desk with Granddad behind her. We're on a boat, Granny and Granddad, Libby said breathlessly. On Lake Geneva, Rome told them. It's got paddles that turn and I've got a medal, put in Jake, holding it up to the screen. We found the coins, Wren added. Slow down, guys, Dad laughed. Granny smiled. Well, that all sounds very exciting. What coins did you find? The children, with Mom and Dad chiming in, told the story of how they had figured out the mystery and what it had led to. We want to introduce you to some special friends, Herr Gutmann and Frau Helga. 
Also, this is Monsieur Legault, a coin expert, and Monsieur Dupont, the museum curator, who's organizing the sale of Frau Helga's coins. Mom introduced them and they all said hello. The coin we found in your cuckoo clock is worth 3,000 Swiss francs. We wanted to ask you if you'd like to sell it or keep it. Granny and Grandad were amazed and quite speechless at first. After an off-screen conference, they opted to sell the coin. Dad promised to put them in touch with the experts so that they could arrange for the money to be paid into their account. Everyone said an enthusiastic goodbye and they signed off of Skype. Chatter was very lively around the table and as the children could hardly sit still, Dad took them for a walk around the boat, arriving back just in time for dessert, a delicious chocolate torte with ice cream and a decorative wafer on top. Frau Schmidt, the journalist, interviewed the children about their part in the mystery and took photos of them all with Frau Helga and Herr Gutmann. Well, exclaimed the journalist when they were done, I am very impressed with you all for solving this mystery. If I hear of another one, should I give you a call? She teased. Yes, shouted all the children enthusiastically, so that many of the restaurant's patrons turned to look at them. As the boat drew closer to the shore, Wren stood on the deck, taking in the dazzling sight of the city of Geneva, the Jeddo fountain and the impressive buildings, church with tall steeples and the grand Hotel Geneva next to the boat dock. Her hair danced around her as the wind played with it, and her heart leapt inside her as she fingered the medal around her neck. She looked back at the lake, wanting to imprint every part of the magnificent view onto her memory. The glittering blue lake, the snow-covered mountains in the distance, the reflection of the sky in the water, and the banks of the sunlit city. It felt partly hers now, and she would never forget it. The next day, a Swiss newspaper featured the story of the elegant Frau Helga, Herr Gutmann and the family who had discovered a fortune in hidden treasure. It told of the important heritage that had been left to the Gutmann family through the Geneva Bible and of the renewed hope that the motto Post Tenebras Lux had brought to their lives. The Gray family had been interviewed for the story. The reporter asked the children questions about the cuckoo clocks, the motto on the coin, the Geneva Bible page and the treasure they had found. They all wore their medals proudly for the photographs. When asked how the whole adventure had begun, Wren answered, We found a part of the cuckoo clock in the case of adventure. Wren thought the headline was perfect. Travelling Family Uncovers Cuckoo Clock Secrets in Switzerland. And that's the end of this story. International Discovery Agents, this is your mission. Have you or your family ever won medals? Find them and examine them. Make boats from your recycling and have a boat race. That's all for now. See you next time.